the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Everybody, another Al Gatulo Craft Beer cast right here on AM 970. The answer, a little Stone Temple Pilots to get things rocking and rolling here on this first, the end of the first week of March. Can you believe that we are already in uh, the week of March? It's just, it's amazing. It is amazing to me. We have a great show for you tonight, uh, a great craft beer guest that we're going to get to, a very unique uh, kind of thing. If you're looking to plan a vacation, um, if you're looking to plan a vacation and um, you're gonna you want to go somewhere, maybe you want to take a trip over to Denver. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily um, uh, on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast. Email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes. Uh, you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the show on that platform. Uh, Lexa Ready as well. iHeartRadio. We're also on Radio.com. And, of course, the Hopped Up Network. All you got to do, head over to the Hopped Up Network. Usually, a um, couple minutes after the show airs uh, on Sunday nights, I post up the podcast version uh, of the show, and you can download it and listen to it at your leisure. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Jessica French. One of the co-owners from The Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado, will join me. It is exactly what you think. It's a spa devoted to beer. They have beer for self-service. You can soak alone in a room with beer-inspired baths, massage, and all of it. Here's the best part. It's COVID compliant. There's nobody else in the room. It's just you, a massage chair, a bath. You have a self-serve tap. It's unbelievable. There's a lot to get into with Jessica about it, why they decided to do this, uh, how they changed their business model uh, to become more COVID compliant because they were supposed to be open before COVID and how to change things. That's coming up in 20 minutes. It's a great interview. You definitely want to check it out. Now, let's dive in to uh, some news. And there is a lot to get to. Uh, stuff that happened late last week that I wasn't able to get to, uh, but we'll get to it now. So City Brew Tours, which we've had uh, numerous people on the show, Chad Brodsky. We've had uh, the South Jersey City Brew Tours on the program as well. Uh, but they're, uh, they're an award-winning curator of craft beer tours and experiences in North America. I've been on one. It's fantastic. And definitely once this pandemic is over, they've got to get these things up and rolling again, and they will. They have awarded their 2021 Talent on Tap Scholarships to three women who are devoted to furthering their beer education. The Talent on Tap Scholarship Program was created to support women of color from unique backgrounds who have a desire to make a lasting impact in the beer industry. So here they are. Naomi Waltengis of Washington, D.C., has described fond memories of their grandmother making tej, uh, which is Ethiopian honey wine, often brewed using hops. But much like those fond memories, Naomi aims, uh, aims to create a beer scene 
that is fun and accessible to all. She said in, in her application, she expressed a desire to share their passion for beer. As much as my interest is motivated by my love of beer, it's also rooted in my investment in sharing this love with others. Naomi plans to use their portion of the scholarship towards the Prudhomme Beer Certification Course. Very cool. Uh, Raza Gonzalez of Charlotte, North Carolina, currently works at Pilot Brewing. She plans to one day open her own brewery, and in her application, uh, Raza talked about both the diversity and the accessibility of craft beer. My perspective of being a caregiver to someone wheelchair-bound and also having a parent who is deaf provides me with firsthand experience on how limiting spaces can be for craft beer lovers with disabilities. We can do better for them. And she also continued, as a Hispanic woman with a father who learned English as a second language, I can speak to the limitations we experienced and opportunities, the difficulties we face with language barriers and the intolerance we've endured as a result of immigration policies and politics. Uh, Raza plans to use her portion of the scholarship towards the advanced Cicerone certification and yeast management courses through White Labs. And then finally, from Syracuse, New York, Gloria Rakowski. She's already spent over a decade in the beer industry uh, as a beer writer, brand ambassador, beer tender, or a sales rep. Uh, Gloria has found her passion in craft beer. It has enriched her life ever since. She's already shown her dedication to enriching the community of craft beer. In 2013, she founded the Syracuse Women of Craft Beer, aimed at creating a group where women can come together over their shared love of beer. Their motto, Drink, Share, and Educate, is a perfect representation of that spirit. She described uh, in her application, What has not been told are the stories of struggles that minorities or BIPOC face in a variety of situations, from uh, entering a predominantly white setting and ordering a beer to being one of the very few BIPOC at a craft beer conference. While the majority may or may not notice these things, the continuing lack of diversity is certainly not a new story, but it is important nonetheless. She plans to use her portion of the scholarship towards the certified Cicerone exam. Uh, the annual Talent on Tap scholarship will begin accepting applications for their 2022 cycle in the fall of this year. And that, of course, brought to you by our good friends at City Brew Tours, citybrewtours.com, uh, for more information on that. So kudos to them. Now, our good buddy John Kokoza from Ross Brewing stopped by my house uh, last weekend uh, to drop off the new Brew Royale, uh, which is a Belgian chocolate stout. He gave me some news to pass along. Uh, to all of you, first off, Brew Royale is in stores right now. Wherever you buy your Ross beer, whether it's in New York or New Jersey, you can definitely get it uh, at, those, at, at those establishments. If not, ask for it. They will get a bottle for you, let us hope. Uh, but they, Ross Brewing, along with Twin Lights Brewing, get this. They're doing a Fruited Sour IPA collaboration that's going to be coming out in about three to four weeks. Both breweries will be releasing it. I think Ross Brewing will be releasing theirs first, Twin Lights second. Um, it clocks in at 6.8%, has papaya and guava in it. It sounds delicious. Cannot wait to taste it. Uh, but good things from Ross Brewing. These guys hope to open their facility down in Middletown, New Jersey, uh, somewhere around May, June. Again, with COVID and all types of different restrictions, it may be a little bit longer than that. But these guys, hey, listen, John's been waiting a long time to get this brewery open. They first opened, they were first looking to open in Red Bank. They had some issues there. They had to move. They've been gypsy brewing for a while, but they've gotten their beer out there. They first started in New York, um, went to their uh, opening night party. God, this was back in 2019. I mean, they were hoping last year they'd be open. So it's been very difficult for a lot of these places, but kudos to John and his crew down there. Uh, they are just they're putting out some fantastic beer, and they cannot wait to open. The town of Middletown has really welcomed them with open arms. 
So um, let's see what happens. Hopefully by May, June they are open. But you can get Ross Brewing wherever you wherever you pick up craft beer in New York and New Jersey. If your place doesn't have it, ask for it by name. Pizza Port Brewing Company has announced uh, it is launching a new look to its core brands. The core lineup consists of four year-round offerings led by their flagship, the iconic Swami's IPA. It includes Ponto Session IPA, California Honey Blonde Ale, and Chronic Ale Amber Ale. Uh, this is uh, a new style they wanted to... You know, kind of, uh, you know, shake it up a little bit. Sometimes beer brands get boring, um, their labels get boring, and they want to uh, they want to refresh it a little bit. So they decided uh, to uh, do some different artwork on the cans. So refreshed cans featuring these hoppy classics expected to debut uh, over the over the next several weeks at all Pizza Port brew pubs, and then as early as the middle of this month through distribution partners in California, Arizona, and Nevada. Uh, finally, Barbox is now available to purchase at select retailers in California, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, New Jersey, New York, and, Ca- and Washington. Consumers will all be able to purchase these premium ready-to-drink cocktails online in select regions, uh, regions as well as from the convenience of their home courtesy of their e-commerce partner, Thirsty, announced uh, last year in November of last year. Barbox working with multiple distribution partners, and uh, you can... Um, now, you can go to their website at barboxcocktails.com. I don't think you can get it shipped uh, in New Jersey, but who knows? Check it out. You can pick up, up our craft cocktails at your local retailer, get them delivered straight to your door, which is especially exciting at a time when a, at, at-home deliveries are such a staple. And we're seeing this more and more now. We're seeing um, home deliveries becoming the norm. A lot of uh, legislative bodies are trying to make it permanent. remains to be seen. I think in New Jersey they've extended it uh, for a bit longer. It is not permanent yet, but... This is definitely something that, if it is permanent, is a game changer for a lot of breweries and distilleries to be able to um, ship and deliver uh, to your home. So Thirsty Inc. was recently referred to as the Shopify for Alcohol by Bloomberg Businessweek. It's the leading technology and logistics solution provider for beverage alcohol brands. Uh, The ready-to-drink segment is poised for big growth this year. Barbox Prime to make a big splash in this booming category. Um, they are differentiating itself, Barbox is, with uh, premium spirits, all-natural ingredients served in eco-friendly bag-in-a-box packaging that is price-conscious. Uh, there's, uh, let's see, Barbox, lightweight and convenient for bringing along on daily adventures. And the launch lineup includes three classic cocktails, a Cosmopolitan, a Negroni, and a Vodka Sour. Each Barbox serves over 14 four-ounce cocktails, retails for twenty four ninety nine. dollars uh, you know, that's their... Uh, you know, retail price. To order Barbox online, you can visit shop.barboxcocktails.com. And, of course, uh, barboxcocktails.com is the website for more information there. And then finally, from behind the scenes uh, to Slinging Beer, the women of Printer's Ale Manufacturing Company in Carrollton, Georgia, uh, got together to brew this visually stunning blueberry Berliner Weiss. That came out on Thursday, February 25th. Uh, it's called the Women of the World Bloobs. Is delightfully tart, gorgeous in color. And was available in four-pack, 16-ounce cans. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this beer sold out. Um, and uh, why am I mentioning Printer's Ale? Well, we're going to have um, the, uh, the the folks on the program from Printer's Ale next week because they did a beer about how Donnie Wahlberg is the most talented Wahlberg. And there's a story behind it. We'll get into that on next week's program. But wanted to give them some props for this Blueberry Berliner advice. If I'm not mistaken, it has sold out from Printer's Ale. What's really cool about this company they're a printing company, and there happens to be a brewery inside of it. We'll get into the story next week on the program and how they went to making this beer for Donnie Wahlberg and see if whether or not 
Donnie has actually gotten it and has actually tasted it. We'll check that out on next week's program. But when we come back after a short break, more news and notes from around the beer world, including Trogue's Beer updating one of their classics. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T T U L L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Why not? Well, we're all over the place too. Alexa ready iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and the Hopped Up Network as well. Over at thehoppedupnetwork.com, you can listen to all of the different shows on there. Christopher Cross, Say You'll Be Mine, and you probably wonder to yourself, why am I playing that? Well, why not? Anyway, I just purchased um, a a new used vehicle uh, a couple weeks ago over at Route 22 Toyota, uh, right over on uh, Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey. And uh, yes, this is a shameless plug for them. Uh, great car, got myself a 2019 um, Chevrolet uh, Malibu, and it's a fantastic car, and it comes with a free SiriusXM uh, subscription for a couple months. They have a great channel of Yacht Rock Radio where they're playing all these different things. Dan Fogelberg, uh, Christopher Cross, you've got, um, I almost said Stairway to Heaven, actually Air Supply. I don't know where... Those two bands cross because they're certainly not one and they're not related in any way. But anyway, I find myself singing along to these songs that, you know, are really cheesy and we're, you know, on in the 70s and 80s, but whatever. That's why I wanted to put the Christopher Cross on. My good friend Valerie is a huge Christopher Cross fan, and, and we made a promise to ourselves when concerts come back, if Christopher, Christopher Cross comes to the tri state area again, that we are going to go see him. Now, coming up in 10 minutes. Jessica French, one of the co-owners from The Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado, will join me. It is exactly what you think. It's a spa devoted to beer. They've got beer for self-serve that you can drink while you're soaking alone in a room with beer-inspired baths, massage chairs. All of it is COVID-compliant. We'll get into all the details coming up 10 minutes from now. A lot of news to get to here. Sticking with the Colorado theme, uh, we had on Jake Goodman last week from Weldworks Brewing. They are celebrating six years in business with an exciting golden ticket promotion this month. While supplies last, beer lovers can pick up the $30 Weldworks Anniversary Six Packs featuring the brewery's greatest hits. It includes peanut butter uh, acromatic, the brand new coconut acromatic, and extra, extra, extra juicy bits, which are three exclusive beers only available for the six pack, as well as fan favorites such as Advanced Fluid Dynamics, Blueberry Cobbler, Berlinire, and Fruit Camp as Strawberry Banana. Each six-pack includes custom glassware and commemorative masks. And more importantly, anniversary six-packs purchased at the tap room may have a golden ticket that will unlock one free bottle of every Weldworks barrel-aged stout release for the year starting this month. There are 10 golden tickets hidden in the six-packs. Of course, these are for tap room purchases only. The Weldworks anniversary six-packs Without the golden ticket promotion, will also be available at partic- participating liquor stores within Weldworks distribution footprint. Uh, this starts Friday, March 26th at 12 p.m. The promotion is only available at Weldworks Brewing Com- uh, Company in Greeley, which is located at 508 8th Avenue in Greeley, Colorado. Very, very cool stuff. I will have to get in touch with them. I'd like to see if I can get a couple of those 
uh, different cans of beer to try for Suds and Duds. Our good friends at Wet Ticket Brewing, and one of the beers I'll be reviewing on Wet uh, uh, Suds and Duds coming up in our final segment of the program, uh, is their Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Oatmeal Stout variant in coconut. Now, they've had the Imperial Oatmeal Stout sitting in barrels for a while. Uh, it was supposed to pay out last year. They had to age it a little bit more, obviously, due to the pandemic. But uh, Wet Ticket is now going to bottle the base version as well as a variant with coconut. They tapped a keg of the coconut um, last weekend, which I actually went down and had a taste of. It is like velvet, ladies and gentlemen. It is beautifully done. It's smooth. The bourbon is there, but it's not oppressive. And that hint of coconut in there, the chocolate, it's delicious. I cannot wait to get a bottle of each of these. They should be bottling it. If it's not bottled this week, it'll be bottled next week and be out for sale. Love the guys over at Wet Ticket. Tim and Al are doing a fantastic job over there. Good stuff from them. Now, if you're a fan of Sonic and you're a fan of their Sonic slushes, well, they're getting a boozy makeover. Apparently, the fast food chain is teaming up with an Oklahoma City brewery called Co-op Brewery to launch hard seltzers. They'll come in fan-favorite flavors like lemonberry, classic lemonade, and cherry limeade. Customers can also try mango, guava, and orange pineapple in the tropical variety pack. No word yet um, where, where the new seltzers will go on sale. They roll out on May 1st, and the fast food chain has confirmed the collaboration, adding that the new hard seltzers will not be sold at Sonic Drive-In locations, so you can't go there and get them. They're going to obviously be in liquor stores, so they've got to figure out a distribution for this. And, of course, Co-op Ale Works has its own line of hard seltzers, Willie and Wiley, when those launched late last year, uh, they, they were distributed in six states, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and Arkansas. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if the Sonic hard seltzers will be put out elsewhere, like in the New, in New York, New Jersey area. If they are, we will certainly let you know about that. Uh, are, if you're a fan of the Cadbury cream egg, right, listen to this one. So apparently... Uh, some kids in the U.K. will not be getting the Cadbury cream egg in their Easter basket this year because it's not going to just be a candy. It's a beer. Apparently, the Chocolatier has partnered with a brewery in London to create a Golden Goo Beerly Cream Stout. Uh, they say it mirrors the candy's super sweet gooiness. They've even suggested drinking it out of a cracked open cream egg. Now, the beer is on sale now in the U.K. No word if the beer will be coming to the United States. Our good friends at Trogues Independent Brewing have announced a new look for their iconic dark and crisp Troganator. Additionally, the award-winning year-round double bock is now brewed with a portion of local grain. Uh, Trogue had to, um, let's see, they said since its early days, the malt-forward Troganator calls for so much grain that Trogues actually had a custom build a brew house around it. Uh, as of uh, this year, the brewery will use 50,000 pounds of Pennsylvania-grown and malted two-row barley annually as part of the beer's massive grain bill. Of course, the beer layered with notes of smooth caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains. This multi-crisp and deliciously dark double bock is a beer for people who love beer. It's available year-round on draft and in 12-ounce bottles and cans everywhere Trogues is sold. So good stuff from the guys at Trogues. You can just check out their website for more information on that. Uh, and then, let's see, a couple more things here before we go. Platform Brewing, which was purchased by Anheuser-Busch back in 2019, on February 27th, the entire staff staged a walkout, effectively closing down the company's Columbus Tap Room. Now, a letter announcing the walkout was sent to brewery co-founders Justin Carson and Paul Benner at 10 p.m. that Saturday night. All six staff members apparently quit. This was according to the Columbus Dispatch. 
accusing platform of paying low wages while increasing hours and responsibilities, limited notifications of positive COVID-19 cases among employees, no taproom closure time to sanitize, mold issues in a freezer area that is also used to store food, and failing to fill a vacant general manager position. Uh, The letter read, we like the dynamic we have with each other and we like the work, but the short-sightedness of massively downsizing labor costs, under-appreciating employees, and ignoring the health and safety of our staff in more ways than one is frustrating, and we think the brand and staff both suffer for it. Uh, Late Saturday night, it was a social media post uh, that Platform Beer disputed the allegations of unsafe conditions. Uh, In that statement, Platform Beer said it would begin small group conversations with employees to deal with the complaints, so we will see what happens there, whether or not parent company Anheuser-Busch will step in or if they will keep it at a local level. Our friends from Rogue Sales uh, now are um, doing something here. They are coming to life with a short series this spring, uh, the, the beers Bat Squatch Hazy IPA and Colossal Claude Imperial IPA, uh, which are popular core beers. Uh, they are coming to life in the Monsters of IPA animated short series this spring. Uh, they're telling these legendary stories about the Pacific Northwest, which is what inspired uh, these two beers. Uh, if you want, just follow along their social channels or at monstersofipa.com. You can subscribe to Rogue's YouTube channel uh, and find Bat Squatch and Colossal Claude near you using the Rogue Finder on their website. So that's interesting. I've actually had the Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. Not a bad IPA for a hazy from a national uh, brewery. Pretty good. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was somewhere around a 6% ABV. So it's not super strong. And then finally, before we take a break, the Alamo Draft House chain is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The company says operations will continue as normal, but there are plans to close down a few underperforming locations. The Alamo Draft House runs roughly 40 locations around the country. It's headquartered, of course, in Austin, Texas. The coronavirus has obviously been hard on movie theaters, which were shut down due to restrictions. Meanwhile, there has been a push to release new movies online as customers Stick to their couches. There is an Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn that I've been to to see a great movie called Beers of Joy, which was uh, produced uh, in part by Anheuser-Busch. And I have to tell you, it's a very cool experience at this Alamo Draft House. Obviously, you can get beer uh, to drink while you're at the movie. They also serve food there. And it's kind of a, a mix of like old nostalgia, the way movie theaters used to be uh, before they were kind of... I don't want to say downsize, but kind of just your basic buy your candy, go sit down and whatever. It, the Alamo Draft House is kind of an experience. You can have dinner there. You can have a drink. Uh, even the seats are kind of like little tables that you sit down and not so much that you're sitting in a theater seat, although they do have those as well. Uh, so obviously, look, the pandemic is, is hitting a lot of these businesses hard. Um, movie theaters especially, there's more of this, hey, let's sit home and watch a movie as opposed to going to a movie theater. And I can understand the apprehension. You would hope that by the late summer or early fall, we're going to be getting back into movie theaters, but will that be too late uh, at this point? I don't know. It remains to be seen. When we come back after a short break, Jessica French, one of the co-owners from the Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. No, it's not raining. But when this song gets going, you'll understand why.
Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, no, I have not gotten spiritual on you. You can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. We're on iTunes as well. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. Lexa Ready as well, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. We're also on the Hopped Up Network as well. Just head over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can download and listen to this program and a plethora of others at your leisure. The reason why I was playing Enigma there is because this is the type of music that I would expect to hear um, at the place that just opened in Colorado, in which my next guest is going to be talking about. We spoke about it on last week's program. However, this week my uh, guest is one of the co-owners of The Beer Spa, and yes, It is exactly what it sounds like. It's a spa that allows you to relax in beer-inspired soaks. They have a self-serve tap machine that you can drink delicious, great local craft beer from the area and so many more amenities. We'll get into it all in just a second, but for more information, you just go to thebeerspa.com. Let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, Jessica French. Jessica, how are you? Doing well, Al. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Now, Jessica, how did you and your partner, Damien, come up with the idea of a beer spa? Yeah, that's a great question. So, coincidentally, we were living in New York City when this all happened. Okay. So, we were working jobs, climbing the corporate ladder, as most people do in their 20s. Um, But we were really left professionally unfulfilled. We had well-paying jobs. We were living the New York City life. Um, But we really wanted to do more. So in 2017, we decided to quit our job, sell everything we own, pack two backpacks, and travel the world looking for interesting business concepts out there uh, that we could bring to the United States. And we ended up finding the idea of a beer spa in a little town called Zakopane, which I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of that. Um, But it's in the south of Poland, and that's where we stumbled across our first beer spa. Very cool. And this is, so this inspired you to bring this back to the United States, because as far as I know, you guys are, are really the first. Nobody, I know BrewDog has done a thing where, you know, beer in the hotel and Dogfish Head has kind of done a whole thing with, you know, uh, a beer-themed kind of hotel. But you guys are the first that are actually doing a spa that's, that revolves and relates around beer. Yeah, that's correct. And so we are definitely the first um, doing it the way that we're doing. There are two other beer spas in the United States, um, but they kind of copied and pasted the concept from Eastern Europe. So uh, as far as execution, having the self-pour tap room, the zero-gravity massage chairs, the private rooms, um, our beer therapy rooms, all of that is very very new, so no one else has done that before. We're talking with Jessica French. She's the co-owner of the Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado, and yes, it's exactly what it sounds like, a spa that allows you to relax in beer-inspired soaks, a self-service tap machine, so many more amenities. For more information, you just go over to thebeerspa.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Now, the spa was originally supposed to open last March, but you had some building delays, and then, of course, this great pandemic that has hit us. But the pandemic did allow you to tweak some things in your building, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I think our concept is really well adapted for the pandemic times. Everything is completely private. We have private beer therapy rooms. It's just you and whoever you came with. Um, So it's completely enclosed. You don't interact with any other customers. We also don't have massage therapists or estheticians like normal spas. So you don't have to worry about getting up close and personal with our employees. Um, It's really a self-guided experience and socially distanced. So um, it was all planned like this. We obviously had no idea that a pandemic was going to happen. So we did implement a lot of different uh, cleaning procedures and enhanced disinfecting methods. 
Um, but we were very fortunate that actually our business concept was well-suited for these weird times, um, even though we didn't know a pandemic was coming. And, and now, Jessica, I don't have to tell you this, but opening any type of business obviously is a crapshoot, you know, in good times. But you and your partner, Damien, did have some difficulty uh, securing funding. Was it because of the pandemic or were banks not sold on what you guys were planning? Um, it was the fact that this is considered a high-risk startup. So we had sold everything that we owned to travel the world. We had no collateral. We had a small amount um, in cash to put into the business. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't point to any other company and say, hey, look at these guys, how successful they are. This is the model that we're doing. Right. Um, so the banks, they all, we pitched over 20 banks. They all loved the idea but said, come back once you've been in business for two years. So wow. because we had no collateral, because it wasn't a proven business model, right. Um, it was very challenging for us to find funding. And so what does a person get for a beer spa session? I, I, if, let's say I come in there. How much, how much does it cost, and what do you get uh, for, the, for the, this session? Sure. Um, so you get access to a private beer therapy room. So it's about 100 square feet. You get access to it for an hour. Inside this room, you'll find an infrared sauna. A zero-gravity massage chair is actually on the, on the other side. Um, but we have the beer bath, and then we have the rain shower. So you have this private room. You can bring someone with you if you want. Um, it costs $89 for one person to add a second person to that room. It's an additional $30, so 119 in total. And that also comes with a $10 beverage credit per person that can be used on our self-pour beverage wall. That's, that's pretty cool. And, and, again, you said there are no estheticians, there are no massage therapists. The, the massage chair is done at, you know, you, you're manipulating the controls to give yourself the massage. You get a, I guess you get a little tutorial on how to operate the, uh, you know, the baths and stuff and, and the shower and whatever. But it's, it's, it's just you in the room by yourself. Exactly, yeah. And everything is automated, so you don't even have to t- touch the controls for the tub. It automatically fills to the correct height. And um, when your session is over, the bubbler system turns off, the tub starts draining. Um, so really, it's completely hands-off for us and for you, so you can just sit back uh, and relax without having to worry about anything. That is, now, that is pretty cool. And again, it's not actual beer that's going in there. This is inspired stuff around beer. You're not actually luxuriating in beer, correct? Exactly, okay. yeah, because I think that would probably be a little too sticky. So we like to explain it as a giant herbal beer tea. So we get hops and barley from our brewery partner of the month. Um, we okay. put those in a giant tea bag along with other herbs. Uh, it could be lavender, lemongrass. We work with herbalists to come up with different blends. And this giant tea bag essentially just steeps in the water while you're in there. So it smells like warts, like freshly brewing beer. Um, and you get the great aromatherapy from both the, the barley and the hops. So we're talking with Jessica French. She is the co-owner of the Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado. And like we just talked about, it's a spa that allows you to relax in beer-inspired soaks. There's a self-service tap machine in the room, many more amenities. Again, she said $89 uh, for for one person and and for an extra person in the room, it's an additional $30, and you get a $10 credit uh, to purchase uh, some beer while you're sitting in there. Uh, luxuriating in this in this beer uh, themed uh, room, there are so many more amenities as well. You just for more information, just go to thebeerspa.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer and Jessica, as you mentioned, the great thing about this concept, you know, from my point of view, you're spotlighting local breweries. So, um, how receptive were the local breweries to this concept? Oh, I mean, at this point, breweries are starting to come to us. Um, oh. at first, you know. 
for getting our name out there was definitely a bit of education because mm-hmm. people are never, never seeking out a beer spa. Right. Um, but we are a great marketing arm. We do a tap takeover on a monthly basis. So we have all beer in-houses dedicated to that one brewery for an entire month. And we really build partnerships with them. So we do um, cross-promotion, social media giveaways. And so it's really a, a great opportunity for a brewery to showcase their beers and really a saturated market. We have over 80 breweries uh, in Denver and then over 400 in Colorado. So um, there's a ton of breweries out there. And so at this point, um, we're really fortunate that the breweries are now really coming to us looking for an opportunity to be featured in our tap room. And who is the featured brewery for this month in the, uh, in the spa? Yeah, so we are partnering with Ratio Beer Works. They're just down the street from us. They make some fantastic beers. Um, we really love the, the owners, the people that work there, um, and they've done really well during the pandemic. They set up an amazing outdoor space on what is now kind of a pedestrian street with tents and heaters, um, and their beer is just absolutely delicious. And, and how many self-serve taps are in the room itself? So we have the tap room, um, and we have 10 self-serve taps. Six of those are dedicated to our partner brewery of the month. Um, And then our permanent taps, we have a gluten-free beer from Holla Daily. We have a rotating cider from Stem Ciders. And then we have a red and a white wine from Infinite Monkey Serum. All of these are located um, in Denver or nearby. So we're very committed to partnering with local breweries. Um, And, again, it's a self-pour system powered by I Pour It. Um, which is a really neat technology. Yeah, I mean, this is very cool. Now, look, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to plan a vacation for myself when this whole pandemic thing is over, and uh, <laughs> this might be the destination for me just to relax and, uh, you know, relax in some a beer inspired soak and have a couple of beers. I love the fact that it's a self serve tap system, and I'm guessing the concept goes: you, you get a a debit card or whatever, and you you kind of tap the machine and it pours out. You know, if you want four ounces, eight ounces, ten ounces. Is that how it works? Yeah. So when you check in, we scan your ID. We give you an RFID card. Um, and then when you head over to our self-pour wall, we essentially have um, digital screens above each tap, which will give you information on the beer, the ABV, some descriptions, a picture of the cans. Um, and then when you tap your card on our logo located underneath the screens, that unlocks the tap of your choice. And you can pour as much or as little as you would like. So it's not um, only 8, 10, or 16 ounces. Right. You can really just taste around. We do have a glass rinser to rinse your glass in between beverages. Um, so you can really help yourself before deciding on a full pint to bring into the beer therapy room. This sounds fantastic. My guest has been Jessica French. She's the co-owner of the Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado. That is a spa that allows you to relax in beer-inspired soaks. They've, As we just talked about, a self-serve tap machine. So many more amenities. For more information, just go over to thebeerspa.com. Jessica Thanks so much for joining me. Good luck with the beer spot. And like I said, I'm hoping at some point I can get out to Denver and enjoy a good beer soak. Thanks, Al. We hope to see you soon. You got it. Thanks so much, Jessica. Up next, Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 
70, the answer, of course. It's suds and duds. Follow me very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at albertg at nycradio.com or on iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the show on that platform. Alexa Ready as well, radio.com, iHeartRadio, and as well as the Hopped Up Network. Check them out, hoppedupnetwork.com, and you can listen to the podcast version of this show and a plethora of others whenever you feel like it. Midnight Mover from Accepts Metal Heart. It was this week, actually uh, March 4th, 1985, that this album was released. I remember this. So March 4th, 1985, that would peg me as a sophomore in high school when this album came out. And for me, it's probably my favorite Accept album. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the first, This is the last album. Oh, no, no, no. No, Russian Roulette was the last album that Udo Dirkschneider sang on. Excuse me. So this was the second to last album that Udo sang on. And I love this album. Cover to cover. It's a fantastic album. Every track on it is is wonderful. You know, you have, you have Metal Heart. You have Screaming for a Love Bite. Um, Midnight Mover, which we just played. So many great, too high to get it right. So many fantastic songs on this album. And this was kind of, you know, for me at least, Balls to the Wall was a big hit, obviously, Restless and Wild. Uh, Balls to the Wall got some mainstream radio play, but Metal Heart was the one that really, uh, to me, in my opinion, that really broke out except. And then in the Russian Roulette tour, they actually opened for Ronnie James Dio, which is the tour that I saw them on. Uh, way back, my goodness, 1987, 86, 87, something like that. So, uh, you know, a trip down memory lane uh, for me. Um, before we dive into uh, Suds and Duds, because it's a short one this week, because I, I only had um, a couple of beers this week, because it's been kind of an off week for me. Uh, and this past week, I got my second uh, Moderna shot, uh, the vaccine. So I don't know if I'm going to be uh, really doing any drinking this uh, this weekend here. So uh, maybe next week it might be a shortened Suds and Duds segment too, but we will see. But some breaking news that happened late this week. Deschutes Brewery and Boneyard Beer announced a new joint venture. They form, they're forming a unique Bend, Oregon-based local-to-local craft-to-craft partnership. Bone, uh, Boneyard Beer founder Tony Lawrence and Deschutes Brewery founder Gary Fish originally worked together almost 30 years ago, are reuniting to bring together two of the Pacific Northwest's most iconic and award-winning breweries with over 60 years of combined experience. They are poised at an incredibly exciting uh, time in this industry. They are going to uh, do some different things together. The partnership, Gary Fish says, is built on relationships, family and employee-owned. Our two breweries become a collection of inspired people maintaining their individual individualistic, easy for me to say, free spirit, and undying vision for what beer can be. I am beyond proud of what Tony has accomplished in Boneyard and am thrilled to be working with him again. Uh, Lawrence founded Boneyard in 2010, and he says he cut his teeth at Deschutes, and it's still a home of sorts. Uh, It was an integral part of my personal and professional journey. So these guys are going to get together and, uh, you know, make beer together. They're going to do some different things, and they are timing, uh, they they are partnering up uh, to make things happen here. This is pretty cool. Is this something that we're going to see as the norm? I have no idea. Uh, but we will see uh, what happens. This is uh, some pretty cool news, especially if you live out in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the other thing, earlier this week, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, I did a special podcast-only version of the Craft Beer Cast uh, to uh, raise awareness for um, um, colorectal cancer, which this month in March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. Colon cancer is the number two 
killer, leading cause of cancer death among men and women in the United States. Number two. And regular testing is recommended for adults 45 and over. So if you want, just head over uh, to the Hopped Up Network. You can head over to the Craft Beer Cast page. You will see the link for it. Listen to it. You can still get involved. You may not be able to get involved in the contest because the contest ended uh, today on March 7th. But you can still uh, get in there, maybe make a donation. If you make a $35 contribution, you text CRAP to 512-920-5521. And one colorectal cancer screening will be donated to someone in need. If you want more information, coloncancerfoundation.org or giveacrapchallenge.com for more information on those things. So uh, kudos to uh, Mads Caldwell, uh, Rachel from Duclaw, and Cindy uh, from the the Colon Cancer Foundation uh, who joined me uh, for that special podcast version uh, only of the Craft Beer Cast. Very cool and something very important. Cancer, of course, very near and dear uh, to my heart. Let's dive into uh, some suds and duds. I want to start off with um, a beer that I talked about uh, a couple of days ago, or actually uh, uh, two segments ago in the show, but a beer that I had last weekend that is going to be bottled very soon. Um, Wet Ticket Brewing's a bourbon barrel-aged imperial oatmeal stout with a variant of coconut in it. I, I had to get down there last weekend to taste this because I had tasted it before and I wanted to see how it matured. Uh, it is a fantastic beer. I cannot wait for Tim to bottle both versions of this, both a regular version of the bourbon barrel-aged and the coconut version. Clocks in at 9.2%, so it's not you know one of these 14 15% bangers, but still at 9.2%, a very, very high ABV. you got to be careful while you're drinking it. It's one of those where I sipped it for over an hour. It warms up very nicely. The flavors get more complex and better as you go along. Uh, just a delicious beer. Uh, love it. And uh, uh, listen, I give it five stars. It's, a, it's one of those beers that, to me, is just perfection uh, in a glass. So kudos to Tim and Al over at Wet Ticket. They are really doing a fantastic job. Fluffy Rainbow by Bolero Snort. My goodness. This series of stuff from Rainbow is just off the charts. Um, in fact, I had this at Paragon Tap and Table because they had it on tap. It is just marshmallow uh, sour goodness. And it kind of reminds me a little bit. Um, you get that marshmallow smell. It kind of reminds me of Lucky Charms. You know when you open up a bag of Lucky Charms, you pour it in the bowl, and you get that first sniff of Lucky Charms, right? And you smell those marshmallows. You see all the different colored marshmallows, and you smell those marshmallows in the cereal. That's exactly what I get from Fluffy Rainbow. That's exactly what I get, and it's just a fantastic sour. It's wonderful. I finally got a chance to crack open a can of Jawal Schwartz beer uh, from Source. Had this for a couple of weeks. Hadn't had a chance to crack it yet. I did. This is roasty, smooth. It is delicious. It is light. It is 4.5% ABV. It's a great dark lager, uh, kind of a great way to ease into the night. Or if you're looking to just you know, have a couple and you want to stay on the dark side of things, uh, and not, you know, uh, uh, get too lit up at 4.5%. It is a perfect beer. The guys from Source, as usual, doing a great job. In fact, this past weekend they released their biggest beer to date, a quad IPA at 12%. Uh, I cannot wait to take, a, uh, to take a few sips on this one because I am sure it is going to be fantastic. My former neighbor, Greg, who lives uh, now about six minutes from me instead of right across the street, made a trip up to Treehouse Brewing, uh, a few weeks ago, and came back with a plethora of Treehouse beer. And I finally got a chance to crack open one of them uh, last weekend. Hold on to Sunshine. I think I should have waited on this one because I, I should have shared it with my wife because this is right up her alley, peanut butter and chocolate. 
<sighs> Heavenly. Peanut butter chocolate coffee goodness. <laughs> what an unbelievable beer. Uh, and definitely something I wish I had shared uh, with my wife because peanut butter and chocolate are two of her favorite things and it would have been wonderful uh, to share this beer with her. But it was absolutely, positively delicious. And then finally had a joyous IPA from Trogues. Uh, they had sent me a couple of cans of this. Uh, and I had heard some feedback uh, in different places on social media that people weren't too crazy about it. I don't know what they were thinking. It's a very nice beer. It's juicy. It's got a little bite, yet soft. Uh, comes in a 12-ounce can. I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, this is one that could be a go-to beer. I think the, um, I want to say the ABV in it is around 6 to 7%. It's a good beer. I don't know what people were thinking. Now, again, I had gotten it and let it sit in the can uh, for a couple of weeks, I let it sit in my refrigerator for about two or three weeks. Maybe it had settled down a little bit. Maybe people who had just gotten it were kind of put off by it. And sometimes also, too, it depends on where you buy it from. If it's been kept cold the entire way, uh, then it should be fine. But sometimes some brewer, some some liquor stores will get a beer, put it out you know, warm or let it warm up, and then you're putting it back in the refrigerator, and that may affect the taste a little bit. So I don't know, but... Uh, I enjoyed Joyous IPA. This was a good beer. So uh, kudos to the folks from Trogues, and thanks for sending me uh, the samples as well. This was, this was wonderful. Folks, we're out of time, all right? My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guest, Jessica French, one of the co-owners from The Beer Spa in Denver, Colorado. Uh, the website is thebeerspa.com. You can follow them on socials, on Facebook and Instagram. Great guests. And let me tell you something. I am going to make a trip to Denver one of these days because that's a place that I would love to go to. What a fantastic concept, and I wish them much success. I hope that they, uh, you know, they've, they've made it all COVID compliant. It's safe. Uh, I hope that they have an enormous amount of success uh, with this venture. I'm going to be, ba- I'm going to be, oh, and last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I keep forgetting about him. He's MIA. i got to give him a call. I'll be back live on the Joe Piscopo Show on Monday morning at 6 a.m. This has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody.